0: Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things geek culture. We cover movies, TV shows, and everything else in between. I'm your host, Tyler Rolison, also known as T-Roll, and I'm once again joined by my very good friends, Justin Sandoval, aka Sandy, and of course, Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. Guys, how we doing?
1: Great, man. Um, I love talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's one of the highlights of my week. Uh, this last episode that we just watched was... Uh, well, we'll get into that. And I'll, are we uh, talking about Agents there. of
0: S.H.I.E.L.D.?
2: Absolutely. Wait, wait, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Shimada, are you talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I did not know that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. We are, of course, continuing our Season 7 review... Of the greatest show of all time, what? <laughs> uh, uh, but of a show Hot take. of a show that we really, really do love, yes. and that certainly has a cult following, <laughs> um, which we are a part of. Yes, yes. So, uh, season seven has what? Well, this is this is episode nine. We just nine. watched. Yes, yes. Um, and it was titled "As I Have Always Been." Is that right? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, man, this is the ninth week. Think about that. The ninth straight week of us yep. sitting here in these exact spots talking about Agents of Shield. That's wild, awesome, man. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean th- this was uh one of the things we launched our podcast here with. Exactly. You know? Yep. So this is certainly Wow. Means- we're nine weeks old. Yeah, man. <laughs> well <Wow. laughs> you didn't get you didn't even get me a birthday present, man. <laughs> uh but yes, we are excited to review um this previous episode as I have always been before we get into our review just want to let you guys know as always this will be uh, full of spoilers <laughs> so I'm sure you know that by now but if you for some reason have not watched episode 9 uh, please go and do so before listening to this podcast or if you just like to you know hear about the reviews before you watch something then yeah, if you want
2: to be like my roommate who will just <laughs> read a review of an episode and be like that's good enough. Hey, if that's your style, you know what? We're not
0: here to criticize you. I cri- um, I'll criticize him. To say <laughs> he sounds like yeah, a dish, I mean, but he, he literally just criticized <laughs> him. Uh, also, before we get started, uh, please, 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 please follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod and uh, subscribe to us here on Apple, Spotify, Google, however you're listening. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if you have any thoughts. Um, guys, let's get into some S.H.I.E.L.D. All right? Let's do here it. Here we go. So, um, overall thoughts on the episode before we get into more of a quote-unquote chronological review
2: i personally i love this episode it was it was really really good um i felt like it was probably up there with the no- noir episode okay uh, as probably yeah. the those are probably the two best episodes i think so far this season agreed um, hands down it was i, I just love the the content and you know, it had a great mix of, um, you know, emotional moments and um, and comical moments and, you know, just like problem solving moments. And it was just really well done. And I didn't feel like there was anything like um, I, I felt like it, uh, most of it was really like it was tight in the sense of um, there wasn't a whole lot like outside of what they were trying to do. You know, like, lots of times there's an episode where, like, it'll go off and there'll be, like, a side thing that's going on, whereas this was very much like, you have an hour to figure this thing out, and, you know, it's very – this is what's happening, and this is how we're going to get from point A to point B. There you go.
0: Justin?
1: Uh, I love the whole concept of the episode. Uh, Yes. The stuck-in-a-time loop, but yet they throw a murder mystery in there as well. Yes. It's very good, and it – it does what it, one thing that I love about Shield is when they're all working together we always get these like side episodes where they split the team up but this yeah. one they're all there together granted the majority of the team has no idea what's going on right. yep. um, but still uh, you get to see them play off each other feed off each other and the real like ensemble that we love about yes. Shield is is in effect So it was a great episode. Definitely number two of the season for me.
0: And I like – like you mentioned, it was a time loop, but the fact that there was a murder mystery and something else as well, it wasn't – you know, you have a lot of these kind of time loop movies where it's a true time loop and there's no um, danger of it ending suddenly. Yeah, oh, yeah. This one, there was the the whole premise of they're getting closer and closer to this vortex where they are going to – Disintegrate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, I felt, yeah.
2: I felt like they added two layers to it that I felt like were really cool outside of a regular time loop movie. Yeah, or or episode. So I felt like those were really two really good extras that they added onto it to make it a little bit more three dimensional. They kind of turned it from like being like a circle, which would be like a normal time loop, it made it almost like a sphere because there were these extra little ways that things could be manipulated and changed. Um, Instead of just oh, this is a time loop, and you have you could be doing this forever and right. ever yeah. and ever. You, you got yeah. the
0: sense the whole episode oh, there's going to be an end. It's yes. either going to go good or bad. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yes. and a uh, shout out to Elizabeth Henstridge for her yeah. directorial debut of the episode. Man, yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal episode.
0: That's right. Which is the actress who plays Gemma Simmons. Yes, yes. for those who don't know. Um, so this was yeah, this was the first thing she's ever directed. Yeah, right, and it was oh. great. Yeah, and yeah, it was a. St- episode yes. man that's yeah.
2: a that's a hard concept to um, <laughs> to be your first like ever du- directorial debut and like keeping everything straight and keeping everything going along because you know you got to keep some continuity in what you're doing when you're doing this so yeah. that it feels like it's supposed to be the same time loop you know but so it, that's got to be in an, an, a uh, difficult thing to deal with when you know you're repeating these things even more and more and more than you normally yeah. would so
0: I have the thought of going chronological. And again, I, I joked with you guys earlier, what is chronological here in a time loop? Yeah. <laughs> um, but from the start of the episode to the end for us, we'll, we'll kind of go in that order. But before we do that, I think I want to say uh, somewhat of a critique, not in a not in like a detrimental way, but this did still kind of feel a little bit like a filler episode. This, to me, just felt like another episode that I wish we had 22 episodes in the season. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, this is a classic example of, like, it, with the exception of the sad ending. Yes. Which we'll get to in a little while. um, And the crossing off of a big character. Like, it really didn't propel the story, if you think about it. Right? Did it? Like,
2: I mean, it solved an enormous issue that they had been having throughout the entire season.
1: Well, the Zephyr, yeah, the yeah. Just, Zephyr, yeah, sure. The Zephyr was,
0: I don't know. Yeah, you have a great point. No, the, Z- the Zephyr's it, a team member. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. but um, it, I feel like it, it didn't really push the story along. So uh, what I'm trying to say is, I really did enjoy the episode. Yeah. Great yes. episode. Like, if you're gonna give us a filler, it's got to be this quality. Yes, yes that's, that's true. Okay. I'm, I'm like, the, I
2: will admit in a in the frame, in the um, you time okay, frame, bro? yes. <laughs> Not really, though. Uh, in the in the time frame of a thirteen episode season, I I do understand how it didn't feel like it moved the story along far enough. Yeah, it, it was a little bit too. I mean, the i the entire idea of a time loop kind of. You know, kind of tells you it's going to be kind of stagnant in what's actually happening. Right. And it could have um, been bad. It wasn't yes, bad. Yes, it could have been. It could have been bad. I felt like it was a fantastic episode. I do understand what you're saying about you know if this was a 22 episode season, big this picture. would have been like right. phenomenal. Yeah. My critique you know, it would have is been like, just oh. big picture. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I do I understand what you're yeah. saying. You know, you're talking about oh you know something like eight percent of the season right here is <laughs> you know gone <laughs> without yeah. moving a whole lot of the plot technically. Right.
0: Although. One of my theories, which I'll get to later I can't wait, remind me I have a big theory um, all right I think it actually does hit a major point on on the the whole story, but it to me, but since it's a theory and it's not fact yet <laughs> I'm still skeptical, not skeptical. Let me try to let me try to paint this what, what I'm really trying to say. great episode. I really loved it. It's just another example of I really wish this season was longer and mm-hmm. not thirteen yeah. episodes because if it was twenty two like in the first five seasons of shield they've they 've had episodes like this where you 're like "Okay, it was good, but it didn 't really push yeah. the story along right yeah. it, 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 it you don 't feel the weight of it, but since it 's the yeah. last season, yeah you know, I was a little let down in that regard, but just speaking on the episode, really good quality um let 's talk about chronologically what happened so we we knew coming into it that there was going to be a time loop. we knew that um, Daisy was somehow not affected, I guess it was because of being in the the little healing chamber yeah, pod. Yeah, I
2: feel like that was the—they they kind of, like, had a quick line about that, and I think that was very accurate. That was, like, on point. They were like, you know what? This is going to be—we're just going to drop it, and yeah. hey, you know what? that is not going to be something we're to deal with.
0: Quick—another shout-out to the writers and, and um, Elizabeth for pulling this off. One thing that I love is Daisy recognized she was in a time loop for us watching it in about, like, two minutes. Yeah, yeah, it was so quick and we didn't have to spend 30 minutes th- like, yeah. Half of the episode of her trying to figure out what's going on, Yeah, and, you know, yeah, like she got it real quick. Yeah. And,
2: and then that, that really laid the framework for like, how many times are we actually going to go through this? Yes. You yes. Know? <laughs> so I
0: was, I was really thankful for that. So yeah. let's talk a little bit of the minor details. Daisy wakes up, you know, the first time she wakes up, she doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't know she's in a time loop. Sousa's sleeping right there. She goes into the command center, and things are blowing up. Mac is blind from an explosion. Yep. Yo Yo is stuck on the Quinjet. Yeah, she's yes. trapped in the she's trapped the door in the Quinjet. Yeah, uh, comes Deep. running
1: in with the uh, saying they're like ninety four with or, all the science. Yeah, ninety four kilometers or whatever yes. like, from the yep. vortex. Yep. yep,
0: and then it, and then she does it again. And the fir- again, she's really tripped out the first time, as you would be. Right, and then she realizes where's Colson. So yes. she eventually, like her third or fourth time uh in the time loop i I think that might be accurate. She goes to get Colson, and it's really funny because <laughs> he, he has already lived this
2: yes he's very frustrated
0: he's very frustrated, yeah, yes. talk about that he was I, he was angry
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's also important to like delay the groundwork of what this time loop is because it 's a little bit different than the traditional time loop, so you got your you got your traditional like base of a time loop. But then it also has kind of rotating around it the fact that Daisy dying causes her memory of the time loop to revert back to nothing. So I think that's a very important thing to bring in, and that's a nice little twist on it. And then, of course, um, do we want to reveal the other? Well, we kind of talked about the whole, you know, there is going to be a finite end part of it. You know, how even though they aren't moving in time, or that they aren't, moving in their time looping the zephyr is still moving yeah right so they're I, getting
1: closer to the the, the vortex yes. right yeah
2: so I felt those those were two very important tweaks those are the tweaks and I felt like it's really important to bring those out because that's what made this so unique. That's and what they're different against. than a regular time loop episode is yeah. those two rotating parts change the dynamic of everything. It wasn't
0: just we're in a time loop and I don't want to be in one, so let's get out of it. It's, yes, we're in a time loop, and if we don't figure it out, we're gonna not, we're, we're all not gonna, gonna exist. die. Yeah. yeah,
2: and adding the extra thing into oh, if you die before we're going to die, then you have to start from scratch memory wise, which, which
0: happened once. Yes, for Daisy. Saw,
2: yes, we saw it happen once. She dies from the gas. But then we find out that it had already happened. We find so, out That's that- right.
0: We see it happen once. Yes. And, and Okay. Let me back up a little bit. So in the trailer, and last week we talked about it. It looked like Coulson was going to be the villain here, like Coltron. Mm-hmm. He has a line where he's like, I'm going to watch you die. All of you die or something like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and again, just classic work of a trailer, them tricking me. I, I genuinely thought I'm waiting for Colson to be revealed. Coltron to be revealed as the villain.
2: And there were parts t- there were times during would, the episode where like you were it. like it looked like it. Like some of his callous nature was sort of almost came off a little sinister like yeah. you were like is this, it's either sinister or he is just like so so flabbergasted he was majorly and frustrated. frustrated. Yeah. 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 Yes. So majorly the first time, frustrated. the
0: first time she dies so they're trying to take out uh the Gemma's memory inhibitor cuz they realized Gemma if yes. she could just remember how to fix the time drive. Then they can uh, get out of it. I think it was yeah. Deke that actually spilled the the, the the news to Coulson and... No, no. no. He they did over, not.
2: They overheard the conversation That's what it was. between okay. the two. Deke never That's what actually... It was. Even though there are multiple times in the episode where everyone him, yeah. was like, Deke, basically like with looks, they were like, Deke, what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> like there like there he screwed so, everything There were multiple up, yeah. looks that he was given, but he never actually gave up anything. So they're
0: trying to remove her memory inhibitor, and Gemma starts choking because of the gas that's in the room, and then they go back the next time, and Daisy dies this time, and Enoch says that someone cut it. Almost with scissors. As if it was a... a, Strategic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is where Coulson was like... Um, or something like, that's really inconvenient. Like, he was just Yeah, like, like the callous nature. He's, of he's like, oh, don't yeah. die, don't die. He's like, oh. That's annoying. He said, that's annoying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> because that means that Daisy doesn't remember. And then eventually she comes back to Coulson, and he tells her everything. And she's like, you just see it, it shift to her. She's like, I died how many times? Yeah. And he's
2: like, look, I'd really like to get past all this. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, e- e- so we've been through this loop 14 times. No, you've died 14 times. Yeah. We've been through this loop like 19 yeah. times. I don't really know <laughs> because, because you, you don't, don't wake always me, wake me you up. up. <laughs> you don't always wake me up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so after them trying to figure out who is trying to kill them. Yeah,
1: which one of their teammates is trying to kill them. Yes, they kind of narrow it down. Job, obviously. Yep, yeah. Yeah. And
0: I think
2: they even thought Yo-Yo at one
1: point um, – yeah, but there's like there's no way she's getting out of here. They right. tested the well, door. It was
2: like a three second yeah. little thing, and yeah. it was just and, and there was a little throwaway line where Coulson's like, y- "It's not you, is it?" Like, <laughs> yeah. but they kind of narrow it down to Gemma and Deke and Enoch. Yeah, are and the eventually, three. when they realized
0: it was Enoch, it was Coulson who kind of had this rem- reminder that he can he has programming, like he right. is a
1: he's programmed to think a certain way or feel right. a certain way so what's keeping enoch from being programmed to do
0: certain things exactly too? Yeah. so they they had this theory that gemma might have created a way a fail safe a fail safe yeah. yep and uh they said enoch if if you have no pro- if there's no programming against us you'll have no problem with us trying to get this and right as daisy walks up with this little machine to, t- to take out the Memory inhibitor, Enoch, just (laughs) starts going ham. Oh, yeah. He grabs her by the throat. (laughs) Throws
1: her across the room.
2: And then she does something that she probably should have done throughout the rest of the episode, but only does that one time. Quakes him. Yep.
0: Dude, so this is my thing. I actually wrote it down. Why can't Daisy just hold Enoch in place with quake powers while Coulson uses the little thingy to get the memory drive. Yeah, why memory do, memory Why drive. does
2: Daisy have to be with Gemma the entire time when this is happening? You know, It's you frustrating, know? yeah. Yes, Good point. There were definitely some frustrating things. Like, but if why didn't they get out yo-yo more? But if you're
1: what you thought uh, happens, you don't get the scene of uh, da- Daisy fighting Enoch and getting thrown, and then them recruiting more members to fight Enoch, <laughs> and them getting thrown, <laughs> that, and then the entire team fights Enoch, and yeah. they're all just laying there knocked that out. That loop bloody, fight yeah. was... Yeah.
0: I, hilarious my yes. notes like hilarious <laughs> yeah the replay and the replay yes. and the replay of all the agents trying to get eaten in Enoch's way and he's just it's savagely destroying them I think, is, I think Deke, you hear Deke when they're all passed out Deke says where did he get all those weapons
2: <laughs> yeah. oh yeah they're like is Deke dead yes should we care about it not really should we,
0: yeah should we be worried about that no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, uh, that was good. That that was good, yeah. So just the replay and replay of, of Enoch just taking them to town was awesome.
2: Yeah, there were a couple of good loops that they did.
0: Yeah. L- let, me, let me say this, because this is what ultimately led to them finally getting the inhibitor out. It, it, it required Sousa. So let's talk about Sousa and Daisy real oh, quick. Oh, boy.
1: Sousa and Daisy. Okay, yes. so let's talk
0: about this. I think it worked for this episode, and Like, Daisy was able to figure out that Sousa's got a crush on her. Yep. Yes. And it worked for this episode. But again, like, I don't really care. I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to humanize them. There's four episodes left in the whole series. I
2: I, I feel like part of it is they (sighs) were trying to connect Sousa to the crew. Like, they needed to have him as something more than just he's there – they needed a a connection, a personal connection of some sort to connect him to the crew. Otherwise, yeah. he didn't work. Uh, even though he's a cool character and he's obviously really a really awesome agent, um, but you know there has to be more than that when you're talking about a TV show. The
1: chemistry is there; it really is. Yes. you can you can see it, you can feel it. Yes. the chemistry is there.
2: They definitely have been building it, but they like like they needed something to something to attach him. Otherwise, it mm-hmm. didn't make sense for him to be there. Really.
0: Yeah, I, I guess so. I guess I'm just—I guess what it just feels like, the sh- the show is literally coming to a, an end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless, like, they're going to be on a beach in Tahiti together, like, you know, May and Coulson were. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just don't see the point. But nonetheless, um, Susa is the one who really distracts Enoch. And th- it takes them a few more times to figure out how yeah. far they got to get Enoch separated. Yeah. But they lure Enoch away. They finally remove the memory inhibitor, and Gemma realizes, like, again, she knows how to fix a time drive. She says, it's Enoch. He's been fighting you this whole time, but he's the key. Yes, He has something called an electro—here, electro, I actually wrote it down. Uh, let's see. Electrochron Displacement Mechanism, I think is what it's called. Essentially his heart. Yes. yes. A robot's heart, a Chronicom's heart. And Gemma says that he can fix it, but it's it's not that simple. It would be like removing a human's heart. He's yeah. going to die. Yes. So, and then Gemma starts crying like crazy. Oh, Did yeah. Do you guys pick up on yeah. that? Yeah. Hysterically. Hysterically. Any thoughts on that?
1: Well, I, the main thought there is that Fitz is dead.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that she's just remembering that he is, he's not actually where. <sighs> guys, I think Fitz is, is
0: dead. That's my theory. That's yeah. that's my big theory I got. I think... If yeah. he's
1: dead, well, are they at least going to show how he dies?
0: I don't know. I mean, again, it ju- it would just make sense. All the reports were that he was either not on set at all yeah. or not on set for most of the beginning of recording because of like other work that the actor yeah. was doing. Um, and if he's not going to be there, it would make sense for them to write him off via a excruciating death. And the... Like the memory inhibitor isn't because they're trying to protect Fitz's location. It's because if Gemma remembers, she's going to be so sad.
2: Yeah, or maybe it is. They know that he has to die in whatever is going on, and it's to stop her from holding them, stopping them. Yeah, that's good point. So like with the inhibitor in, it's like okay, she doesn't know what's going to happen, so she can't stop. She it. can follow through with the plans. Yeah. that's yes. going
0: to work. When yeah. they, because she, she says, "I'm sorry." She's crying. She says, "What have I done?" Yeah. She says, "What have I done?" I'm so sorry. And Coulson and and Daisy are trying to comfort her. That you know they don't know yeah. what's going on. Um, but it also makes sense. Like if 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 Fitz is dead, like think about it. In season six, the Chronicoms were after Gemma and Fitz. Right. All of a sudden, now S.H.I.E.L.D. is chasing the Chronicoms. Yeah. Maybe that's because they actually killed Fitz and Gemma and... Uh, but it, but the thing is, like, why wouldn't the, Gemma... killed
1: and, Fitz or captured him and continued working if, on if him like he's they dead, were going to. If
0: he's dead, why wouldn't Gemma and Enoch tell the team? Yeah. Like, What's the point of pretending There's, that he's alive?
1: Yeah, there would be no point in holding that information. I mean,
2: the only thing I could think of is it's a time, once again, it's a time travel situation where maybe she has already lived through the situation to where Fitz has died, but they know they need to go to the past to keep the loop going, you know, keep the time stream going to where the team can get to the point to where they win. Yeah. So she knows that Fitz dies, so she blocked it. Um, but she knows she needs to get them to the important point in history. Yeah,
0: maybe so. This might be obvious to you guys now, but, you know, in the last... So when they finally got his little heart, I just feel so weird to say that. Right. Uh, that time when they woke up, I don't know what to call that, that uh, sequence. Yes. Um, Gemma and Deke were there, and so was Enoch, and they were all talking, and uh, they basically say they need... Enoch's oh, uh, Electricon yeah. Displacement mechanism Gemma says I don't even know What that is Daisy says You do You told us You forgot But we helped you remember And right when she said that Did you see Gemma And Deke's face Yeah They looked at each other Like did you say anything No I didn't say anything well, Yeah
2: I, I felt that was like Gemma's like Disapproving grandmother face <laughs> At Deke <laughs> like, yeah, like Why would
1: you tell what them did you do yeah. yeah
2: And he was like Yeah <laughs> So
0: Yeah so, and I actually like this particular angle because now, like, you have two other team members that know that Gemma has been protecting the location. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. So I think now we do, now whether it leads to us realizing that Fitz is dead or not, we have, I think, a clear pathway. I mean, yeah. once we get around this stupid Nathaniel and Cora crap that we got to get through. Yeah. Um <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we have a clear. It seems like we have a clear pathway to get to Fitz. Yes. Again, now will Fitz be alive? I don't know, but it seems like we have like this whole time. Nobody really questioned. They, they did a little bit, but nobody really bugged Gemma about like finding Fitz. Right. But yeah. now they realize like, oh, she's been withholding this information this whole time. Yeah. You know. Jeez, so, man. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Um,
1: okay. Well, uh, shortly after that, look. Between Gemma and Deek, uh, Enoch just pulls the mechanism out. like <laughs> Right, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, uh, to save which remind
2: team. me of uh, like a uh, the scene because the way he'd been building up as a character, he'd been the villain throughout the entire episode, or at least through the middle chunk of the episode. Yeah, uh, and it was kind of kind of remind me of the scene in Dumb and Dumber where um, after Jim Carrey's character, you know, drives a quarter of the way across the country in the wrong direction. It was like just when I didn't think you could get any stupider, you totally redeem yourself, and that was that was Enoch's redemption moment, where without any forethought of his own safety, he puts the entire crew ahead of himself, and is just before anyone can ask him, before that peer pressure moment is put on him, it is a completely genuine and unselfish act by Enoch.
0: Yep, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Unselfishness is very key there.
0: So speaking of Enoch, I think it's time guys as hard as it's going to be. Mm. We kind mm. of we've kind of held this off as long as we could. Yes. We are over over 20 minutes into this pod. We've talked about pretty much the entire episode except for the final act which oh, gosh. was so hard to freaking watch. Yes. Um obviously we hope that if you're listening, you've seen this, you know what happens next. It is Enoch's final words. Uh, yes. as
2: Gemma and Deke, which is really sad. Like, they had to leave. Yeah. They had yeah, to leave the I, room I, to go fix the it problem. Was, it was really sad because you would hope that if it could not be fits with him, that it would at least be Gemma yeah. or yeah. or even Deke, right? You right. know, like some connection to the people who I think he felt closest with. Yeah.
0: You even see Deke like put his hand on his shoulder, like you know he wants to be there. Yeah. But they have to go. They have to go. They have to go. And so
1: it was a. She also had to leave because she was directing the scene. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it was a really sweet touch to have Daisy and Coulson stick around for Enoch as he starts to experience anxiety. He's actually yes. talking about dying he and and you know every week we ha- we like to have like some highlights of Enoch, like some of his best lines, because a lot of times they're incredibly funny and savage. Yes. Uh, but we really don't have anything savage. And there were I so. Think
1: the but- one savage thing, or funny thing he said was when Sousa was distracting him. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's standing there he's like, you've uh, distracted me long enough for a certain reason. And then like, yeah. he, he goes on to little, uh, a few more sentences there. And then he's like, throws Sousa out of the way and then goes <laughs> forward. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but yes, he's mainly very emotional, very. Uh, I don't mean, know. He says a lot of heartfelt things. Doomsday, yeah. Man. yeah like, so, he, glum.
0: Yes, he talks a lot about being alone and lonely. He said for years and years and years and years, thousands and thousands of years, he's observed and he's never, you know, human race. He's never been lonely. He's never felt alone. He's never felt that kind well, of he, fear. Well, yeah, he's been alone. He said he's never w- felt lonely. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. never felt lonely. The, the big dis- until he met the shield yeah. agents.
2: Yeah, the distinction is very important when he's talking between the difference between being alone and being lonely. Yeah.
1: So, I think this season has done a really good job of humanizing him because he's been trying to make that connection, trying to understand the feelings and yes, the, right. the reasoning behind the team's doing actions and doing things. And then this episode it kind of like you see all of those dominoes kind of fall and lead to this moment right here where he's able to just communicate his feelings of yes, what's going on
2: around him. Exactly.
0: So I have some thoughts and theories about some things that happened here, but let's just, you know, what do you guys think? What was going through your mind, your heart, as you saw Enoch say his final words and breathe his last?
1: I was completely thinking that this can't be real. He's not actually going to die. They're going to use his heart and give
0: it back to him and he's going to live.
2: Uh, right. Yeah. That would yeah, be nice. Um, well, there's a couple of things that were going through my mind, like... Number one was just you know seeing his evolution in that scene of him coming to this realization and him you know you know anytime like character is passing away and as you're seeing them and their own realization of their own mortality in the moment is always rough um, and then of course the thing that it was at outside of just Enoch's death it was. Sh- you know, allowing the conversation that was happening between Quake and Colson happen as well. Yeah. shadows like, of their
1: performances there too. They really yes. like helped build on what Enoch was. Yes, uh, and,
2: and just like dealing with their, the, the, it, w- it was also a lot about resol- resolving Quake's feelings about Colson. Um, and you know how she felt about his death and coming back and dealing with that kind of stuff. Um, and the third and final thing is, even though it's terrible, I really hope that Enoch is actually dead. And I hate the idea, like, I feel like it was such a great death that it would cheapen anything else after this if he were to be brought back in some form or fashion. Yeah. Uh, like the, the grand um, gesture that he pulled by just, you know, giving away his heart and the heartfelt farewell and the way he went out were so well done that I feel like you, you're taking away from his character. You're doing a disservice to his character if this isn't the way he goes. Yeah.
0: I agree with that. And, it, you know, that's a classic classic Marvel thing for there to be a death and not really. Not so much. <laughs> I mean, Colson's literally died like 10 times on this show alone. Yeah, something now. like that. <laughs> um, so very heartfelt. Very uh, heartfelt. Yes. He he has some things that are important of note that he says, particularly to, well, really to both Coulson and Daisy, but, which we'll get to, but I think before we get into meticulously looking at some of the things he said at the end there, uh, really the most important line I feel like um, was r- one of his last phrases. He, really quiet, he leans his head back and he just says, Fitz, he was my best friend mm. and that just hit me so hard dude yeah and, and it just the, the fact way that this is there back at him with yeah. it she's
2: like and you were a great friend and you to know him was, and to
0: all of us you know yeah Def- so sad definitely started to
1: well up there a little yeah, bit yeah so sad
2: it was a rough <laughs> it was a rough last little bit
0: i'm
1: not crying you're crying <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> so it's, it's real we, sad to end here.
0: Rest in peace to Enoch. Such a great character since season five when he was introduced, I believe.
2: Yeah. So much evolution in his character. Yeah, like, just yeah. like from when he from, was just
0: swimming in that pool by himself in in that house with all those yeah, drawings. Like a remember,
2: nameless, faceless you observer. Know, <laughs> yes, like that's really all he was. He was. He was <laughs> like he's from Fringe or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he was just this. You know, he was nothing. You know, yeah, has,
1: and the like, actor uh, Joel Stopher is the one who plays yes. him, and he he did such a great job of developing that character yes. really making his own. He honestly is like a, a fan favorite, like, the, like fan, fan favorite, man. He is oh, yeah, number yeah. one right now.
0: So so <sighs> let's dive let's, in. Let, let's talk a little bit about one of the particular exchanges he had where he was talking about being alone, talking about dying, and Coulson is essentially is, is talking to Enoch, says something along the lines of it's actually – Kind of better to die as opposed to being left behind and experiencing the pain of losing someone. Yeah. I don't know if you caught this. He's, I did, Coulson yeah. said this to Enoch, and Enoch says, Yes, it's different watching your friends go before you, isn't it? I have been through that as well. It can be harder to stay than to leave. Now, in light of the way Gemma was crying earlier in this same episode, and my theory that Fitz is dead, this compounded that theory as I watched yeah. it again.
1: 100%. I feel yeah.
0: like he's talking about Fitz here. Yeah. And I feel like that's the big secret that Gemma and Enoch, for some reason, haven't said. You know you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree with that. But, I
2: mean, and who says that, you know, Fitz is the only one who doesn't make it through whatever this final battle which, is? Which <laughs> is
0: another thing that Enoch says. He tells Daisy to cherish this mission for. It will be your last. He says, although your friends will be saved, the team will not. What the heck does that mean? <sighs> and and if you actually watch the captions, team, it's like, it's italicized. It's like, he's emphasizing, like, the team is no longer the team. Like, I don't know. It just was... It, like, I mean, it, he could, could be just referring
1: to that they're all going to ride off into the sunset. Uh, but I have a feeling that's going to be a little yeah. more grim than Okay, that. I yeah. could see
0: that. But yeah, I... Uh, yeah, again, I feel like something's going on here with maybe Fitz is dead. But again, a lot, you know, depending on how you feel about time theories, it's like, wouldn't Deke just like evaporate if, uh, Fitz is dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know how that all works. I mean,
2: like, depending on how long it's been since they've been sent back, who knows? Gemma could have been pregnant all this time. Maybe, man.
0: I don't know what's going on. But all I know is some of the lines that Enoch said there were were very intriguing. And yes. with four episodes left, I don't know what to think. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. This episode definitely put like a, a roadblock for any possible theories on how this, sh- this series is going to end to be honest with you. Like I I thought it was going to go one direction and then now I'm just not really sure yeah. what what yeah. they're going to the end game is here.
0: Well, we could talk about um I don't really have anything else to say about this episode. We could talk about what we saw what we saw in the trailer for what's to come. I with mean, there the was theories. Yeah. Th- okay, yeah, theories. I mean, what what sort of theories? I mean, aside from maybe Fitz being dead, um do you have any other theories in in regards to what we learned in this particular episode? Did you have did you talk about yours already? Yeah, or? my big one and I thought you guys of course I don't know why I thought you guys wouldn't have noticed you guys are brilliant, you know, people and smart. But uh yeah, I, my my thing was just fits. Like Uh-oh. it it, with, then, yeah. it there just seems evidence that Gemma <sighs> unless it's like her being sad that they left him somewhere, not that he's dead but that he's stranded Wherever, yeah, it just it just seems like he's probably
2: a goner. Well, I mean, at at the very least, he is in a very he's in a very difficult situation wherever he is. Because they've at one point she was saying like he is exposed, exposed, yeah. Um, so like he's in danger. Yes, so like he's either. But then again, she has the inhibitor, so maybe that's just what she's
1: uh, programmed the inhibitor to tell her. Uh, yeah. To keep exactly him, to keep him going to, to suppress yeah. that memory.
0: Yep. Yeah, which is
2: so. I mean, like yeah. e- it's wow. e- either he Dude, has that's e- so dark, man. Yeah. So it's either got to be he's dead or he's in mortal danger. Is what I think it has to be.
0: I just think, unless the ending is really satisfying. Now, granted, if you remember, there's a parallel here. Season five, when when they wrote it off, when they wrote it as if the season, as if the series, series was over. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget that Fitz died in that, like, last episode, too. He did. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's like, this isn't a common, or excuse me, this isn't, like, a foreign idea for Fitz to, to be a goner as the f- series apparently ends.
1: Yeah. And, well, not to mention previous seasons where he went brain dead, pretty much, and... Gosh. Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna be so disappointed if Fitz is, and Gemma aren't together at the end of this yeah. series, man. I've... I feel like we already should embrace that they're not, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, I know, man, I know. Okay. Um, all right, well, uh,
1: so Nathaniel and Cora
0: at the very end of the episode, let's get into this uh, junk. Yeah.
1: And so Nathaniel's apparently training Cora to harness her powers, which apparently he has already harnessed. So
2: can I say one thing first? Mm -hmm. And I have, uh, Mm -hmm. I said this off, off, uh. Mike. Before I am glad that they toned down his goatee. <laughs> like, yeah, it was a little intense. I, it in it was. It was. Yeah, it was literally. It was like a jet black goatee in the last one. It was just so crazy and over the top. It made him look so comical, and they definitely toned it down a bit in this little uh, little extra. Yes. So that, that. Yeah, that worked out. I better. just don't
0: care. I know. Maybe I'm just being too negative, and maybe I'm, I'm still mad because Enoch's dead, and p- apparently Fitz is probably dead. But it's like. If if you're gonna take out Fitz, if you're gonna take out Enoch, and if you're gonna make me believe that Fitz is gone too, I just don't give a rip about Nathaniel and Cora. Yeah, I just feel like it's just such a.
1: Well, here's my question. Here's my question. Okay, so they they fix the Zephyr. All right, time drive's done. It's fixed. Uh, So that problem is solved. Sure, they have the problem. The only problem now is that Nathaniel lives, and he should have died. So. Are yeah. they correcting that by mm. killing him, or like what's the mi- final mission? Like the, I feel like their mission should be they, over. Yeah, They keep
0: talking about the final mission, yeah, but, The uh, final mission yeah. on ABC,
1: yeah. But uh, I mean, uh, granted, Sybil, Sybil's, Sybil's still, in the picture. still around, yeah. But what, what, what's the purpose? Is it to keep him from becoming this superpowered villain, or like because apparently he's trying to collect powers? Is what it looks like coming up next
0: week? Like yeah, he's,
2: it sounds like he's trying to collect them and then redisperse them. Anarchy. Is what he said yes, Anarchy Yes Yeah
0: Yes I don't know guys I'm trying not to be too negative I just feel like I don't care enough about His arc Like Yeah I was I remember how discontent I was When, it, when I just felt like He was only there for like an episode or two Yeah And now that I'm getting more of him I'm just like I still don't care Yeah <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's, man, he
1: he is the unnecessary evil. Like they have to have somebody as the uh, yeah. antagonist, and right. he just so happens to be the one. But why do they choose? Yeah. him? like
0: because daddy's dead. Yeah, because uh, what's his face, Freddie Wilfred? Yeah, he's gone. So
2: and uh, his brother too. Yeah, apparently or we think... wh- wh- wherever his brother yeah, is. Yeah, like where
0: the where's where's Gideon? At? Yeah, Gideon's <laughs> somewhere. He has to be somewhere. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, or, or again, maybe this timeline um,
1: uh Nathaniel.
0: Nathaniel screwed him over with the little stone, and now he got sent to. Yeah,
2: all would planet. be interesting because it would have to happen at a later well, date. Because uh, I think they probably played it as the date had already passed by yeah. the time in the seventies.
1: So I have a feeling that this next episode is very Nathaniel centric. And yep. so I don't know how you're going to feel coming
0: out of that episode. Um, well, it depends. If he's dead, I'll feel great. Yeah. If he's alive and they're still going, <laughs> like uh, again, and and the whole thing with Cora and Cora being Daisy's sister, and Jaing is about to show up. Yeah, and Gordon's going to be back. Yeah,
1: Yeah. so we're gonna <laughs> yeah. have a, we're gonna have a lot of Inhuman. uh uh-huh. yeah. More. I don't know how much more we need of the Inhuman storyline, but we're gonna get more of that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm pretty sure something
2: bad's going to happen to Gordon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, some, some, I mean, um, something bad I think has to happen to Gordon because how did he get Quake's powers? It took a very meticulous and, um, you know... You said Gordon? Yeah. Like, Nathaniel's going to take Gordon. He's going to do something to Gordon because that was not Gordon who transported him out. Oh, yeah, 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 in, yeah, yeah. In the preview. That was preview. his... I'm guessing one of his friends or something like that, that he uh, imbued the powers into. And, well, we've already seen how, what, how much it took to get Quake's powers out of, out of Daisy. Now, yeah. of course, with Sybil's help, he may have been able to, it, it, through the process, they may have made it less painful to take it away. But I have a feeling that like Gordon is going to get tortured pretty good See, uh, to get to yeah. where it needs to go.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. I guess so I, I guess just we'll just have to know. keep
2: riding on. For me
0: the inhuman's arc of like afterlife and everything, I th- I believe from season 2 weakest was like the weakest. So the fact that we have four episodes left, maybe they're trying to redeem it. Maybe this can like <sighs> retcon it or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean I, like and I I get that, but I guess I was just really hoping for a stroll down memory lane. Memory lane like I don't know if we're going to see Ward. I don't yeah. know if we're going to see Ghost Rider. I don't know or, if we're going to see Deathlock. Yeah. Like, I just don't think a lot of those things are going to happen. Maybe none of them at this point. So, I
2: don't know. Maybe they'll have their own... uh Avengers Endgame moment where just, like, all of a sudden, like... (laughs) They all come together. At the end, like, (laughs) everybody shows up. Like, all the big characters.
1: Portals open, and then people will
0: merge. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, that's good.
2: Maybe not something as far as portals, but, like, all of a sudden, like, you see... You know, you see Deathlock is in that final battle with them. You see, you know, Ghost Rider show up. I don't know, maybe maybe the way they do it is Ghost Rider brings everybody to them or something like that. You know, maybe... I don't know, maybe they bring Grant Ward and he's able to redeem himself in some form or fashion. You well, know, they at already the end. did
0: that. Oh, excuse me. They already did that in the uh, – was it the – what's the thing? The
2: oh, computer, the framework. Oh, yeah the framework. The, yeah. yeah, the framework. Yeah.
0: They had kind of Grant Ward's character have a little bit of a redemption. Even Daisy kind of understood him more or yes. forgave him yeah. or something, which was actually a good touch back then. Yes. I mean, yeah, That was good. So maybe they don't need to bring it back. But I just I don't know. I'm just uh, we, yeah. I'm afraid that after the next episode I'm gonna be like, Cool, you know, Cora's dead. You feel unfulfilled in some way. Nathaniel's dead or yeah. Nathaniel's ruined. Sybil's still around, but we have three more episodes and Yeah. I, how, are, I just, how are we gonna tie this up yeah,
1: to where mm-hmm. us as fans can feel like the series meant something, right? Right.
0: Yeah. 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 That's right. So Okay, it's I got got kind of negative there. Sorry. Yeah, no, no.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's been it's it's hard for for good series to have a a bow on top. It is. It it
2: is a little there is a little anxiety sometimes when you're coming to the end of a a, end of a series and you just it seems like there are more questions to answer than there is time left. Um, and some, or, you know, even in what you're saying, it seems like their direction doesn't seem to be driven enough to be able to answer the questions. that. But that's what was so
0: good about season five's finale. It was really written so well. And it was like, okay, satisfied. Yep. We get it. Then it went so well that they got season six. (laughs) Yeah. And then season six was like, "Eh, all right, season seven, we're only giving you 13 episodes again. And now it's like, son of a gun. I wish we had more. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) quality these episodes are quality man they are man this has been a great season and i'm looking forward to the finish after this episode coming up so all right any other thoughts from you guys before we shut this down
1: no, I'm looking forward to next week because I feel like next week's going to be very pivotal and kind of a reveal
2: how this thing's going to end. Sure, yeah, so. cuz I mean, you only have uh, after this this uh upcoming week, you got three episodes, so I mean, really you're going to have this episode and one more episode to set up your finale. You yeah, two-part finale. finale, yeah. Yeah, cuz I mean, it would be kind of a disservice to just do it in one episode, so yeah. like a lot of the Theories and things like that are going to have to start Playing out in episode 12 for sure
0: Alright well let's see what happens Uh, We're going to shut this down um, For my good friends Justin Sandoval and of course Anthony Amato this is T-Roll saying Thank you for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast we will See you next time you peasants